And welcome back to Rosie on the House. You're right smack dab in the middle of a four-hour broadcast that we put on every single Saturday morning for the purpose of reaching out to your home and your heart and become your best friend. Another typical jammed Saturday morning. We've got 10 hours of programming jammed into four hours. Hope you have been in tune with what we've covered so far. Roger Naylor, our Arizona writer, was in at 7 o'clock talking about the state park systems and all the great places to see in, about, and around the great state of Arizona. And then we had Joyce Rickner up from Oro Valley, Pump House Ranch, uh, Heritage Garden, talking about what she's doing down there. And this hour in particular, we've got the director of the Registrar of Contractors, Mr. Jeff Fleetham. Thank you in your busy schedule for taking the time and coming and visit with our Arizona listeners. Well, thanks, Rosie. It's great to be here. I always love coming here. Well, love you, show. You, you have got, I complain about having a full plate. And you know what? I was actually at a management seminar in D.C. on Monday. And, and they, they said, never complain about having a full plate. I, I believe that's the case. So I'm going to quit complaining about having a full plate. There you go. <laughs> I, it's fine with me. You can complain if you oh, want, Oh, man. But you, you have got a full plate. Yeah, we've been pretty busy, so th- that's good. I'm having more fun than I probably ever had uh, working in my life. Well, let's talk uh, about but, what y'all were just up to. Well, I, we're going to do that, but what I'd like to bring up to your attention here is there's something that I found out that's very interesting is uh, – did you know that every kernel of corn on a cob needs to be fertilized? I thought you were going to tell me my license was expired. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> did you now, now be honest? Did you know that? Absolutely not. That that know. little blossoming tassel at right. the top of the cob is but the pollen. A, right. And it has to fall down into the cob, and every silk has to have pollen contact. Every kernel. Needs to be individually pollinated. Man, you know, there's always something, isn't <laughs> now, there? You can only learn that. At Ro- Where else would you have learned I, that this morning? I, I'm telling you. That's, so I wanted to make sure you knew I was listening to the show. So. Well, listen, think, talking about learning things, uh, uh, you and, and I as well are kind of on a mission to recruit youth into the construction science world. Absolutely. Y'all absolutely. have been busy the last couple of days. Yes, we have. Uh, well, last week and this week as well. Uh, last week we were at the Southern Arizona Construction Career Days at the uh, down at the Tucson Rodeo Grounds. And then uh, this week for a couple of days we were at the National Guard Armory at 56th Street and uh, McDowell for the uh, Arizona Construction Career Days. Uh, God, Roseanne's got, she's, she's got like, 13 or 14 years of this thing put I think, together, I doesn't think she? this year was her 15th anniversary. That's awesome. They had uh, they had 3,000 kids, uh, or I think it was 3,000 kids uh, register. Uh, down in Tucson, they had about 13, 1,400, awesome. 1,400 kids. It was really awesome stuff. High school kids. High school kids. Are from, bused to the facility. From all over the state. They have some kids that come, you know, three, four-hour drives from the reservation down to uh, this and in down in Pima County it's from all over Benson and places like that they I, I heard do. Corbin Carson interviewing a young man yeah. from Flagstaff High yeah, who absolutely. was here uh, on a backhoe yeah Corbin did a great job with that I think he wanted to run the backhoe I think what he wanted to do. who who does it everybody wants to run a backhoe oh absolutely absolutely but y'all get some of the biggest construction employers in the state Ma, yeah yeah the biggest the and biggest they center. they bring equipment and they introduce these youth absolutely. to what a career in the construction right. sciences could look like absolutely and they'll talk to them about you know how they can start at the very you know where they can start at the very beginning what kind of in what kind of uh 
wages they can earn to start with and where they can end up. You know, some of these kids, we don't talk to them enough about the opportunity um, the opportunity to, to get into the construction sciences. And many of them think that the only thing is, the only thing about it is the very ground, the right. base ground. Right. But everybody starts, everybody starts off someplace. You know, if you're, if you're an intern someplace, you're working someplace like a, like a dog for no money, uh, and then you, c- you can learn some things and you can grow. So, for instance, um, there was one of, the, um, one of the companies, I think it was e- Southwest Gas. We even have the utilities there, Southwest Gas. You go there, you start... Uh, in the thirteen, fourteen dollar range, and then by the time you can, you know, you learn some stuff, you s- do step ups, you get a little bit more experience, and you end up, you know, you can make twenty nine, thirty dollars an hour, and and that sounds awesome with a nice benefit package. Well, right, and then you <laughs> multiply that times two thousand eighty hours a year, and you're looking in the sixty five thousand dollar range. Uh, some, you know, electricians uh, yeah. can make eighty five thousand. Uh, and even more. And then there's the opportunity. You learn all these things. You become really good. And say you want to start your own business, you do that. You come talk to us. We help you uh, let you know what you need to be be licensed to start your own business. So it's, yeah. it's a great it's a great life. You've had a great it life is. from oh, it. I've had a great man. life from it. Many it's others been, have as well. It's been awesome. been very good to me. So career day. So we've just finished up the 15th year in celebration of that. Congratulations for your participation on that. And thank you to all the sponsors that helped put that on, trying to recruit absolutely. Young men and women, absolutely, into the construction fields. Right, right. Absolutely, a lot, yeah, great opportunities there. What else have you got on your plate? Well, um, you got the whole winter visitor thing going. Well, on. we got the winter visitors, <laughs> uh, the snowbirds that come in. But usually, what happens with that as well? They're uh, they're a group of people. Uh, you know, uh, some of the law enforcement people call them nomadic organized crime groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're called follow uh, the money. Uh, so right? there's there's. Uh, <laughs> You know, com- a lot of times people say they're tra- travelers, that type of thing. But these are folks that uh, have a tendency to go uh, where the weather is good. Uh, and it uh, n- doesn't happen so much here, but in other areas of the country, they come and they say, hey, let us repave your driveway. And then the first rain comes and your driveway washes away in the rain. Or they collect, they collect checks and do, do uh, poor, poor work. We encourage everybody, particularly this time of year, it seems to increase because the weather's good here. It's not snowing. When well, um, you have a, a massing of wealth, right, people here. with two homes right, absolutely. that are all congregating. I mean, it, it's a, it's a target-rich zone. A- well, <laughs> absolutely. Well, it's, it's, the, it's the money. Uh, they have a tendency also to target uh, uh, vulnerable communities. Uh, many people... Um, They'll, they'll target uh, the older crowd. Uh, I'm part of that crowd. Um, they, uh, however, uh, that's usually what's thrown in that age group. However, uh, th- they'll target people, uh, you know, people living in a home by themselves. They'll, they'll target somebody uh, that, they, uh, that they've heard. They'll target somebody that one of their compatriots targeted before. Right. As soon as they get somebody that'll send them, you know, give them a check and do something yes. or, or pay them, you know, th- Thirty thousand dollars to recoat the 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 roof of their motor home, their mobile home. Then they pass that on to somebody else to come and get them the next year. And I, it's I, so. I mean, no. The first thing I tell people, even before you start collecting proposals and comparing estimates and details and searching the registrar's site for license numbers, if you if you're being solicited to have work done at your house. A little alarm should go off in your head. If you're being asked for a service to be done at your house, 
that as far as you know, you don't need it made done. Just, just find some. If a roofer's calling you or an air conditioning contractor's calling you about coming take care of your equipment, find somebody in that arena you trust and have them come. Don't have somebody come that's soliciting you over the phone. Well, yeah, I, and I, uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, we have personal uh, thoughts on those kind of things. But personally, here's what I think. If somebody knocks on your door and says, I've got an extra load of asphalt. Can I fix your driveway? Or, by the way, I have all these shingles left over. Can I redo your roof? Little alarms. Ding, Careful. Ding, 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 ding. Careful. It's, uh, and I know we can, we can laugh about this, but, you know, when, when you have somebody on fixed income, you got somebody that's taken, you know, you out, all you, your uh, listeners out there that have mothers and fathers or sisters and brothers that are by themselves that are on fixed income, and somebody comes and takes from them $3,000, which is two months of their Social Security, and walks away, it's, it's time to really take some action and, and be, you know, listen to them, don't blame them, don't put them down for being taken. Because these guys take, they take Every, youngsters, oldsters, it doesn't matter. They know exactly what they're doing, so be careful. Licensed contractors only. If you're uncertain, call us. Call the registrar. Do your due diligence. Check it all. But be particularly careful. This time of year, they're out there, and they are really good at what they do. Traveling. As far as. Uh, they're traveling in mass. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Right. And, they're, and they're targeting anybody that will be soft enough to not do the due diligence. Absolutely. So career days, the travelers, mm-hmm. what else are you up to? I want to talk about this Arizona management system. Well, that's that's an exciting thing. So, And and we may have to get to that in just a couple minutes. That's good with all me. Right? So, so we'll, we'll get to that. We're here with the director of the Registrar of Contractors, Mr. Jeff Fleetham. Gary, go ahead. Man, what a beautiful day to be in Arizona, and what a beautiful day to be out if you're looking for something or maybe an education and sustainability that Marana Earth Festival is happening today, noon to 5. And to tell us a little bit more about it is the event coordinator, Mr. Mark Middlestadt. Welcome to the program, and thanks for joining us again this Saturday. Thank you, Romy. Uh, Looking forward to uh, uh, seeing a lot of people out here today. Uh, We're having the Marana Earth Festival Making Sustainability Fun from noon to 5 p.m. at the Tucson Premium Outlets, and that's located at Twin Peaks Road right off of Interstate 10. And even if you weren't coming by for the day, but you were looking to offload some electronics or paper or anything that can be recycled, you'll have drop bins collecting today. This is correct. Uh, Right next to our Rana Earth Festival, we will have uh, some recycling being done by Beacon Secure. They are AAA certified in terms of secure document destruction. They will be collecting paper. You have all these boxes of old paper sitting around the house. Bring them on out. Uh, They will take them out of your car or your truck, put them right into their truck, and then at the end of the event, they will take them down to their shredder. Same way with small electronics. They will take uh, old cell phones, laptops, hard drives, printers, a number of things, even mainframe computers. But the only thing that they won't take is TVs. But again, they will take that out of your vehicle, put it right into their trucks, and then at the end of the day, they'll take it down there. And that's all free. There's no limit on what you can uh, you can drop off. And then for people that are attending for the day, what can they expect to learn? 
there are three areas of activity. We have sustainability, we have education, and we're out of foods. Uh, the education part of it will be making sustainability fun for kids. We'll have activities like planting, building an irrigation system, uh, cooking uh, chocolate chip cookies using the solar oven. Our sustainability uh, tent will include uh, solar providers, even a no-kill cat shelter, which will have some cats there for adoption. The Marana Foods will be uh, featuring some of the great foods that are produced here in Marana. Uh, this area, uh, well before it was Marana, thousands of years ago, was an area of har farm harvesting uh, grains. Uh, the ancient peoples along the uh, Santa Cruz River uh, produced grains that some of them are still grown here, uh, particularly the white Sonoran wheat, which is still used in foods today. So we'll be featuring that. We will also have a beer garden, uh, Catalina Brewing from uh, Marana and Button Brew House will be doing the beer garden. Catalina does some of their beer from White Sonoran Wheat, which is one of the heritage grains here. And that's absolutely free. All you have to do is drive down there, and there's plenty of refreshments as well, so you don't have to worry about going thirsty or going hungry. Exactly. And again, that is located at? Twin Peaks Road and Interstate 10 at the Tucson Premium Outlets. You can find more details in the events tab at rosieonthehouse.com or you can go directly to moranaearthfestival.com. Thank you, sir. Thank you. He, but if he's running for Corpcom, he won't. Here we go. Right. That's right. Exactly. Romy has said for years we should have a uh, enhanced listener membership where we turn on the cameras and you can hear everything we talk about during the breaks. <laughs> they just missed a good one, didn't they? I think so. <laughs> We're here with the director of the Arizona Registrar of Contractors, Mr. Jeff Fleetham, and we have talked about career days, and we've talked about the danger of the traveling service providers. Well, uh, yeah, you could crooks. call them that. I mean, I mean it's, the, it's, a, it's amazing the National Association how sophisticated of Bunko they are. Yeah, the What's National Association of Bunko Investigators called them nomadic organized crime yeah. groups. And, and, and Bunko is confidence crimes, crimes of deception. Uh, and it's a, a term that we used to use years and years ago. Bunko, of course, is a game. Okay. Uh, that's where it came from. But the way it's used in the, in the, uh, in the law, enforcement, law enforcement arena is uh, it's, it's deception. And that's exactly it. We're going to deceive you. We're going to take your money. We're going to do something, you know. And, and, and we're here as your agency and as Rosie on the House to do everything we can to protect Absolutely. that Arizona home. Absolutely. Well, another dimension of, of that you're involved in is this Arizona management system. Yes. What it, what it all, how, how, I mean, that's just <laughs> pervasive into everything, right? Yes. It's, um, it, what it is, is it's, uh, it's changing the way state government does business. Hallelujah. Um, Hallelujah. Operates, uh, uh, and to turn it into, as the governor says, and as many, and as I believe too, I've lived here a long time. You have, you as well. To turn Arizona into the number one state to live, work, play, recreate, retire, and visit. That's an honorable goal. It is. And so what we're what we're doing Although is means we can be more crowded. Well, I mean, but that's I mean that's the you know we still have a lot of open spaces here. Romy. We do. Can, we do. Rosie, you can. Uh, you can walk around and uh, not see a lot of people for a long time, but uh, basically what it is, a thumbnail, and what I encourage anybody that's interested in this to go to ams.az.gov, ams.az.gov, and they can get a uh, 
dig deep into what's going on here. It's, um, I'll give you an example of what happened at our agency. Um, and some of our listeners aren't going to be interested in it, but it kind of gives you an idea of what we do. Uh, a license application for somebody getting a new license, uh, license contractor application, had been about 30 pages, 35 pages, something like that. Once we looked at this application and matched the questions we were asking to the statutes that are required, the application is now eight pages long. So what that does is instead of taking 90, 100 days for uh, a small businessman to start his business going, the time frame is down to the 20-day range. That means you want to start a new business, you don't have to wait for those things. And the way this works is it's a continuous improvement, looking at all the processes. Why is this being done? Is it need to be done? Or is there something that we should be doing that we aren't doing? And we go through those in a very systematic uh, matrix type of, uh, of, of process and come up with these changes. And it's going all over the place. And I think uh, last week you had Sue Black. We did. Uh, from Parks, and she talked a little bit about how that's helped them. But it helped them win the, oh, yeah. the gold award, the go- declaring them the number one right. run Absolutely. state park and trail system in the entire country. Yeah, they don't have that for us, but but anyway, so, <laughs> but it is. Well, but not every they, state has a registrar. That's we're, true. We're one of the ones that are Bingo, very fortunate to have you. But they, they did a great job. There's uh, there's all sorts of other things, you know, consolidating, you know, consolidating uh, licensing agreements that maybe we had like, 42 different licensing agreements in the state instead of just having one for because we're it is one state it's one enterprise so treating the government uh, in that arena uh, as a business enterprise outside of statute and outside of policy the business of what's going on um, there's a lot of there's a lot of good people doing a lot of good things we thank the governor for encouraging us to do that and giving us the direction yeah, I'm as a as a long-term Arizona resident who have seen quote unquote business people come into the number one office of the land and not turn out so good. I have to say what what I'm seeing right now, I am pretty tickled about. So, yeah. Director the, Jeff Leadham, I can't thank you enough for coming in today. Well, thank you. Thanks for the work you're doing at the Registrar of Contractors and uh, keep it up and remember, your plate's not full yet. <laughs> thank you. Thank right, you. Jim? Thank you very right. much. Thanks for giving me the info on the corn, too, by okay, the way. Okay, there you go. <laughs> All right, y'all. Welcome back to Rosie on the House. I hope you're relaxing and enjoying the broadcast, the beautiful Saturday morning. I hope we haven't blown you out of your easy chair with the uh, fast-paced, packed information broadcast that we've got going on here. And we've only got more of that coming here in this half hour. Those of you know that are regular listeners of the show know I'm in a mild anxiety position over this new APS rate increase. You've already been impacted by it because you're already in the transitional fee right now. And between now and May, you must declare which of the five or six or seven new plans that you're going to switch to. The Arizona Corporation Commission granted a rate change at APS that literally wiped clean all of the prior rates. There was no grandfathered position at all. If you liked the plan you were on, you have no choice but to change, with the very rare exception of a few solar 
customers, and that's it. So you've got to pick. So I've been on APS's website. I've gone on to their portal, and I've asked them to compare my historical records with what their computer tells me the new rates are going to end up looking like at my house. And when I plug in each of the, I think they have five or six listed right there, and it, it's a little bit hard to find. When you get to APS.com, scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, look all the way to the far left column, and it says Compare Plans. Click on there, and it will compare your historical power consumption patterns in the old rate with whatever you pick for the new rate. APS has advertised it as approximately a 5% rate increase. Their website tells me the average price rate increase at my house is going to be about a 40% increase. And we've asked other Arizona homeowners to do the same thing, and they're seeing similar results. As a matter of fact, even in the transition price rate that you have right now, my power consumption has gone down 3%, and my bill has gone up 17%. So it became incredibly urgent for me to start bringing in our home energy audit experts because those of you that aren't paying attention are going to be crying alligator tears come next June, July, and August. So I've asked David Byrne from Green ID to come in here and join us. David, have you been doing any preliminary research about what this rate increase is going to do to not not a whole lot. Uh, I've I've looked at the demand control um, systems that they have uh, on with solar, but I haven't I haven't really gotten into it. Well, the the key, of course, as you know, I preach super coolant. Oh yeah. You know, but buy all the power you can off peak. Well, this rate increase pushes off peak power up over seventy percent. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, super cooling, having a, a tight, efficient home, it, it's all going to have multiplying effects on, on your bill. So if you're confused as a homeowner where to start, go to APS website and log in. But then the very next thing you have to do is call a whole house energy auditor. I've been saying this for 10 years. If you haven't had a whole house energy audit done, it absolutely is a place to start. And right now, it's critical. So, David, talk about what a whole house energy audit is. It's a, a whole look at where the house is using energy from uh, personal and, and family uh, things, where you set the thermostat, where uh, what rooms you spend time in, to uh, what the ductwork is like, uh, how the leakage is on all the registers, how the airflow is, the size of the ductwork, and up in the attic, we look at the insulation, how it's installed, not just how much there is, um, pool pumps, uh, windows, doors, refrigerators, everything gets put into uh, an energy model. And we do tests on the home to see kind of where, where it stands and where it could save money. And some of the tests includes fairly sophisticated pieces of equipment. You, you, you super air charge the house with blower right. door tests. Talk about that. That's right. Uh, so we have a, a piece of equipment called the blower door and it's a really cool-looking fan and cloth that uh, replaces a, a garage door or a front door. And we pressurize or depressurize the house 
to uh, a certain 50 pascals, and that tells us how much air is infiltrating in the house, um, how much duct leakage there is on the registers, and, and where it's coming from. We can actually feel with our hands, and a lot of homeowners like to follow us around and <laughs> you know, say, oh my gosh, look at this register, look at this uh, outlet. I can feel air coming up above my pocket door um, and, and find where it's coming from, and then we'll, we'll go in the attic, uh, verify all that with pictures, um, and make recommendations to, to seal it up. The blower door test tells us where our house is leaking. Yes. Okay. Now, the thermal imaging gun. Okay, yeah. And that's that's a, a great tool, too. Um, it could be used with our blower door, but it allows us to see the insulation in the walls and the ceiling, wherever heat is coming in abnormally. So uh, if a homeowner has knee walls, which are just vertical walls, um, with an attic space behind it, a lot of those are missing insulation. The the insulation. Uh, is no, wait, wait, down. wait, 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 wait. When you say a lot of them are missing insulation, what percentage? <laughs> what percentage of yeah. them are missing? Yeah, like ninety percent. Ninety percent. Yeah. So that allows that's a us lot to of see. Them. Yeah, that's a lot of. Them. We can we can see without going in the attic, and it's good for flat roof homes, uh, homes with two stories with um, a bonus room above the garage. A lot of homeowners think there's no insulation above there. Um, surprisingly, there there is, uh, but that thermal imaging camera can can tell us without cutting walls down. Well, I appreciate you being willing to come in today, and I've I've pressured you to come in and share this message, and then I've pressured you to give the Arizona homeowners a deal. Yes. Uh, so our, our normal energy audit costs ninety nine dollars. And for our rosy listeners, we'll bring a $50 Visa card out with our audit to cut the cost in half. And um, we'll do a full 41-point inspection on the house. You're talking about spending 45 bucks here, gang. 45 mm. bucks. And how would they get in touch with you? Our uh, office number is 602-926-1650. And uh, Natalie is... Uh, on the phones and ready to take your call. Give the number one more time. 602-926-1650. All right. And for that, you're going to get a trained tech at your house with thousands of dollars of equipment that are going to spend how much time looking your house over? At least two to three hours. And the homeowner can follow them around the whole time if they want. And they're looking at, at where we can strategically address saving you money on your energy bill, as well as driving your comfort and your indoor air quality up all at the same time. Yeah, it, it all has uh, the same benefits. Um, when you seal up your ductwork, you get less dust in the house. Um, you get more air into each room, so it's more comfortable, uh, and it cuts the energy bill. All right. And so you're talking about knee walls and that a lot of them are not insulated. And I, I dragged it out of you. 90% of them aren't insulated. Let's talk about ductwork. How many duct systems do you check that have leakage? Uh, everyone. Everyone <laughs> has leakage. Um, some of them are, are more than others, and that's what our blower door test tells us. Um, you know, there's a, a threshold that will actually start pushing ceiling to be done, and some homes are, are tight. Uh, so you never know until you, you see the numbers and you test it. And the return air plenums that are uninsulated with cavities that go straight up into the attic. Yeah, and those those are notoriously leaky. <laughs> uh, those are uh, you see those and, and you know 
um, you know, there's opportunity to save some money. If 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 you have to walk down your hall and open a closet and your air handling equipment, your your furnace is up on a platform and the return air register is down by your knees facing the inside of the hall, chances are about 90 to 95% you've got an extremely leaky return air plenum. Yeah, that's right. So when we'll take off the grill and we'll show a homeowner the, the frame of the box that the air handler is sitting on, and the cavities in the frame just go straight up into the attic, and every time the air comes on, it's sucking air, it's sucking attic air down the cavity, and uh, it's it's actually past the filter in most cases. So it's uh, dirty, uh, hot attic air in the summertime that um, gets mixed with the inside air, and it should be all your inside air. And then we're then we're taking that dirty, uh, hot attic air and distributing it evenly through all the supply registers of the house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's that's the air quality issue. Yeah, that is the air quality issue. So whole house energy audit right now. Normal price is ninety nine bucks. You're offering that for ninety nine bucks, but the customer will get a fifty dollar gift card. Total cost under fifty bucks for a whole house energy audit. That's right. Green yes. ID and the phone number six zero two nine two six one six five zero. And you do have somebody on the phones now, don't you? Uh, yeah, I Natalie's hope you there. Do. Yeah. I hope you do. Okay. <laughs> All right. and, and your website? Yourgreenid.com. Okay. Well, what are y'all seeing out there right now in your home inspections? Uh, anything in particular that needing to be addressed more than one thing than another? Uh, the homes with flex duct, uh, a tracked home um, with flex duct, will typically have an undersized return. So we talk a lot about duct leakage, um, but we want to actually spend uh, time talking about the return size, because that will actually choke the unit off. Um, it's like breathing through one straw. It's it's not getting enough air in. I can't understand. I, I can't understand what engineering spreadsheet they're using to come up with these return errors because they're all virtually undersized. Why? What's the incentive to do that? Yeah, it's it's cheaper for smaller duct work. Uh, there's less labor um, if they don't have to install a return plenum. And um, the plenums aren't aren't called out in the manual D. Um, when when an engineer does it, it doesn't say uh, plenums on it unless they're they're calling it out. So. But you're you're basically asking uh, a marathon runner, your air conditioning system, to run a marathon and but only breathe through this straw. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we'd like you to finish the marathon, but you can only breathe through this straw. That's right. So. Uh, it causes uh, loud um, returns if uh, your system comes on and, and you have to turn up the TV uh, every time or um, you have a, a certain component, a fan motor, something keeps breaking every couple years. That's a sign that the unit's working too hard um, and, and the return should be probably um, enlarged. And the other thing I've, I see a lot with these flex ducts is just really poor joinery. Yes, yeah, the Y, the uh, junction boxes, um, the best practices go out the window. Um, you know, if you have a room that's uh, at the end of the duct line, you're probably going to see three or four or five splits, uh, Y splits, before it gets to that room. And, uh, you know, we wonder why it gets hot. It's because the air gets cut off four times before it ever hits that room. And when you're dealing with that one hot room at the end of the line issue, what are some common tactics to overcome that? 
So uh, we like uh, balancing dampers is our go-to recommendation. Um, uh, increase the airflow to that hot room, um, and then uh, a duct seal uh, with an insulation package does the trick. We've tried just adding a return or just adding a supply, uh, doing both in, in a room, and the feedback we've gotten is uh, our tried and true solution now is, is dampers. Very good. David Byrne of Green ID. More about home house energy audits right after this short station break. Talking about tactics and strategies to avoid having a big bump in your summer electricity bill next summer. And we're having that conversation with Mr. David Byrne, owner of Green ID, uh, Rosie certified whole, whole house energy audit performer. Uh, let's talk a little bit, David, about uh, what we see a lot in Arizona, those ranch-style homes. What are the things yes. you find? What's the common denominator in those ranch-style homes? There's, there's a couple. Um, we got our package unit on the roof, and uh, typically the duct work, the return is going to be undersized. Um, we got a flex duct going right into the roof jack, and best practice would be have a, a plenum um, opening the airflow. Um, and then... Uh, you have hot rooms because the registers are located right above the doorways. And so when the homeowner leaves the door open, um, it gets sucked right back into the return pretty quickly. The return air is down the hall. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and sometimes it's within an arm's reach of, of the supply register. And every time you turn the air conditioner on, it's blowing air into the room through that supply register. But over at the filter... It's a vacuum. It's sucking air. So it's creating a current in the house. Yes. Yeah, that's right. And um, in, in that hallway area where you have your drop ceiling and the uh, ductwork, uh, the wall cavities are typically uh, without top plates. And so they're directly open to the attic. Um, that whole wall cavity will typically light up under a thermal camera um, with heat gain in the summertime. So it's... Um, you know, it, it's a lot of waste going on. The, the Arizona ranch home. How about bedrooms over garages? That was a real popular design trend for a while. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and a lot of homeowners think there's there's no insulation above the garage, and that's why the room is getting so hot. Um, and it is it is contributing. You know, you have a maybe three-wall exterior uh, room is going to get more heat gain than uh, a room inside uh, the house. Um, and because of that, we should push more airflow to those rooms. So typically we find, yes, the uh, garage ceiling is insulated um, and the walls which are is, insulated. Which is the bedroom floor. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's not getting enough airflow. And so um, we got to push more airflow in, uh, not with a bigger unit, but with balancing dampers um, and redistributing the air. Boy, the bigger unit myth is sure is an expensive mistake to make. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it It's a misconception that the home is going to be more comfortable. There's going to be more air to give. Um, but you want a system that runs a, a full hour at the hottest part of the day in the summertime, um, not one that's oversized and shuts on and off uh, quickly because that'll kill the unit, and it, it doesn't make it comfortable in the house. It's the turning on and off of the unit where 90% of the wear is incurred. Once the compressor's up and running, it can run forever. Yeah, yeah, and 
you know, every unit is is pretty much the same. Um, but once it shuts on and off, like uh, short cycling, we call it, it'll um, overshoot the temperature in the house. So if you have the thermostat set to 78, it'll go to 76 uh, before it shuts off. And then um, it'll rise back up to maybe 80 degrees. Uh, and it does that a couple times an hour when it's short cycling. And it, that's not comfortable. When people complain, Rosie, my air conditioner in the summer is running all afternoon, I say, but you probably have a properly sized unit. That's probably just about right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're going to have cleaner indoor air. Mm-hmm. The air is getting scrubbed more continuously. You're going to have that, that smaller compressor running at basically idle for mm-hmm. the course of the afternoon. Of course, the variable speeds and the two speeds and all that. When I say idle, I just mean, you know, you're at cruise control, I guess would be a better bet. You're not gunning through city traffic. You're out on a clear freeway, cruise control, just cruising. So um, I tell people all the time, if, 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 if we're guilty of one thing through the 80s and 90s as builders in Arizona, is we were over air conditioning 90% of the houses. And almost every air conditioner is being replaced. It's 15 or 20 years old. can be downsized. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a cheaper purchase. It's going to be better indoor air quality. And it's going to be cheaper to run. I mean, it's a win-win-win. Yes, yes. And it's just educating the homeowner on, hey, this is this is going to run the full hour. Um, and, and that's going to be normal rather than uh, turn on a couple times per hour. All right, David, we're going to have you on several more times between now and May when the new APS rate increases hit, because we're going to have a lot of surprised APS customers, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, that's just my opinion right now, and we are going to have APS on to visit with us as well. But you're offering a special offer to the Rosie on the House listeners today. Yes, it's a $99 audit with a $50 Visa card. And uh, you could call our office at 602-926-1650 or visit our website at yourgreenid.com. Okay, we're talking about David taking that appointment and sending a trained technician out to your house to spend several hours with thousands of dollars worth of equipment looking at every aspect of your home. People want to know, Rosie, what can I spend to save money for my highest return on investment? Folks, this is it. You can't spend less money and get a higher return on investment than this. So it's the Rosie offer at Green ID. Yes, uh, 602-926-1650. Highest return on investment you can get right now. David Byrne, Green ID, thanks a million for coming in. Thank you. All right, man.